taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Good afternoon and welcome everybody to the 13th edition of PPC Rockstars. I'm your host, David Zatella, and as usual, you will be able to find uh, links and explanations of uh, things we refer to in the show on the Clicks Marketing blog at clicksmarketing.com slash blog. That's C-L-I-X marketing.com slash blog. And look for the PPC Rockstars link on the right-hand side of the page. Uh, this, this afternoon, I'm very happy to have with me uh, Richard Stokes, President and Chief Guru of AdGuru. Um, AdGuru is a provider of marketing intelligence to Internet advertisers and especially uh, intelligence interesting to PPC advertisers. Rich is also a regular speaker on search marketing topics and is author of Mastering Search Advertising, How to top, how the Top 3% of Search Advertisers Dominate Google AdWords. Welcome, Rich. I'm glad you, you uh, dropped everything at the last minute to be on. Hey, David. Uh, thanks for having me. Always happy to help. Sure. Uh, funny story. I got uh, a copy of Rich's book. In the, He was kind enough to send me a copy, which I received on Friday, and I read it... Uh, over the weekend, it's not a long book, but it's full of great stuff. And uh, I got in touch with Rich last night, and he agreed to come on the show to talk about the book and, and some of the concepts in it. So again, uh, thanks for the short notice, Rich. Let's uh, jump into it. The first uh, topic that I thought was uh, simple, but uh, something that would not readily appear uh, obvious to a lot of uh, advertisers is the the browse, shop, and buy cycle. Uh, what what's the browse shop and buy cycle and, and what, how how can PPC advertisers use that knowledge? Sure. Well, the browse shop buy life cycle we also call call it the uh, customer life cycle, uh, customer search life cycle, is a way of categorizing your pay per click tactics in a way that makes them uh, much easier to set your starting bids for, to write ad copy for, and to write landing pages for. The idea is that we're going to take our target customers, search engine visitors, and we're going to lump them into three big categories, the browsers, the shoppers, and the buyers. And we're going to think about each of these three categories in a, in a special way that's going to help us do, set up our pay-per-click campaigns to get the best results. So browsers, these are the information gatherers. They type in broad phrases into the search engines, things like Las Vegas, coupons, Bioware, and so on, they usually aren't looking to purchase anything. Rather, they're just collecting data, maybe educating themselves, um, typing in things for fun. So aggressive promotion to this audience typically isn't the best approach, simply because they're not looking to buy. Um, if we think about how we might be able to reach uh, these people, because they are the biggest category of search engine users. Most, most search engine activity does not result uh, in a click on a paid ad. Um, we got to think about maybe broadcast advertising. It works in a way similar to, um, it's like interrupt-style interrupt advertising. So to, to sort of get your handle on that, you got to take a different viewpoint of what relevance is. Um, the search engines tell you, you know, make your, your, your ad targeted specifically to that phrase and so on. Um, well, 
the trick with attracting these types of visitors is not so much solid relevance because you know what they're not they don't necessarily know what they're looking for. The trick is to interest them into clicking away from whatever it was they were doing. Sometimes that's directly related to a page they're looking at. Just as often it isn't. Um, my friend Perry Marshall refers to these as jet stream ads. Uh, a good example of these are the I'm rich, you're not ads that appear on AdSense. You've probably seen those on, uh, on every website under the sun. These ads are really interesting. They almost shock you, and they pull the reader away from what they were doing and then onto that website. So that is how you get those shoppers, or I'm sorry, the browsers. Um, next, we have the shoppers. So these are search engine visitors who have a definite need, and they're considering their options. Um, they're noticeably lacking in any top-of-mind awareness, so it's up to the advertiser to educate them on their product choices. So the keyword phrases that these visitors tend to type in, they tend to be a little bit longer. They're non-product specific, things like um, cheap Las Vegas vacations or antivirus reviews and so on. And then finally you have the third group, and this is the core group, the group that generates probably 80% plus of most revenues for search engine advertisers. This group has a definite need for a product. They might be looking to buy immediately or sometimes in the very near future. Um, and a lot of times they have top-of-mind awareness. They have heard of a product or maybe two or three different products in the space that they're uh, interested in. So they spend less time on the search engines and more time visiting vendor sites. And these, this is the group where your aggressive promotions work best. Um, are you offering free shipping? Well, if you are, then put in your ad. Do you have a price guarantee? Again, put it right in your ad. Um, so you got to really be sure to get it right because this is the most profitable online traffic source for many advertisers. Um, and one of the tactics that I advise in the book is to target specific product name and SKUs in your ads being displayed to these visitors in order to reach this audience. Um, so you not only do you target those keywords, you also include maybe the SKU and the product name in the ad title as well. Make sense? Okay, so... Um, so we're talking about categorizing uh, search behavior by how close or far they are from the actual conversion. Uh, so that has implications for a lot of different things. Um, probably the keywords, let's say within ad groups that relate to each one of the cycles. So are you saying that, uh, for example, the, spy, the spyware example you gave, the, uh, the browsers wouldn't be using broad search terms like spyware problem. Uh, the shoppers might be uh, using terms like uh, anti-spyware software, and then the buyers would be searching on brand names like Adaware, for example. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. And in fact, those those buyers, there's uh, and also sort of an interesting uh, subsegment of that, too, where you have a very specific need, like, in that case, make my computer run faster is a, is a yep. great buy shopping term. You want to be number one for those. Those terms, number one or number two. So, okay, let's take this one by one. So what are, what are the implications for the ads themselves? Uh, I, I, and I've seen and read and we've done some testing on uh, what to what kind of ads to present. And we really, I guess, should, should talk about ad and landing page combinations where on the broad terms, uh, the, the conversion is a soft sell. You're, you're assuming that they didn't come to your site because they had an intent to buy. They came because they were doing research and they saw something interesting. 
Um, so talk a little bit about the differences in uh, ad, ad and landing page combinations for each one of these cycle, uh, each one of these points in the cycle. Absolutely, and, and let's start with what with uh, the example that you just gave. So the biggest uh, segment of your traffic are going to be people looking to educate themselves on a particular topic. So your job as the advertiser and your opportunity um, is not so much to sell to them. Your opportunity is to participate in their learning process, give them an article, teach them what it is that they need to know about your product or your industry. And as they learn, two things happen. One is they become familiar with your brand, and they're going to look you up. They have a much better chance of looking you up directly when they are in the buys, uh, buy phase. And secondly, you're also setting the bar for other advertisers, your competitors. When you educate prospects about your industry, you have a terrific opportunity to set their expectations. It's known as anchoring. And you're going to put out there um, the things that they need to know, and, of course, you're probably going to have a pretty good solution for the problems and the challenges that you're posing to them. If you go into shopping, it's a little bit different. Um, I found, hands down, shopping to be one of the most profitable uh, sorts of segments for affiliates, for third-party brokers. Typically, what you will have is a side-by-side comparison website for, for a shopping um, sort of campaign. Somebody wants to know what the best antivirus software is. Well, you're out there. You've done your research. Here are the top 25. Here are why uh, the top three are better than the rest. And by the way, here are your links to go buy them. And we don't sell it, but we go over here. We're an independent third party. Consumer Reports, terrific example of that. And finally, we get into the buy. The buy, there, there's just so much that you can do um, with buy keywords. Typically, these are going to be a very small slice of your total keywords. Some, in most cases, that slice is so small that you, as the marketer, can spend just a few hours individually focusing on those keywords and maximizing the profit. You know, for a guru, for instance, we have one or two keyword groups that generate something like 95% of our AdWords revenue. I'm not going to tell you what those are, by the way. Um, but what you can do with those, so you're targeting both products and SKUs. You're also putting promotional uh, gimmicks, or maybe not gimmicks, but I guess promotions in your ad copy. Things like uh, free shipping is a, is a really common one. Buy one, get one free, things like that. You're putting that in there. You also want to take that promotion and factor it heavily on the page. Um, you know, so if you have like a time limited offer, for instance, um, you know, buy a hundred now, get twenty free later. You know, at the time of your order and so on. Good offer, good for the next forty-eight hours only. You really want to have those things prominent on your buy page. Um, so the takeaway from here is not so much that I'm going to um, recommend to anybody listening here that these are the three different types of ads and landing pages so much as it is that you really have to align the landing page with the ad copy to the keyword phrase. And you're probably going to have different versions of there uh, of those. If you're an advertiser and you have one landing page for your entire pay-per-click campaign, much less for any other source, um, then you have some work to do. You should really have, at a minimum, three different landing pages for pretty much any online promotion that you're doing. Um, let, let's, let's segue into uh, the bid pricing um, conversation 
Um, talk about how does the bid pricing strategy change depending on which point in the cycle uh, the, the you expect the searcher to be in? Okay, so when you think about bidding in these three different categories, you have to think about in terms of the length of the keyword phrase and the specificity. So more or less a general rule is the longer the keyword phrase, uh, the more likely the person is to be willing to buy a product or a service. Okay. Um, and that, that ties directly into the bidding strategy. In the early part of this year, we conducted a study where we analyzed how click-through rates and the average cost per click changed on AdWords, on Google AdWords, for every position uh, along the right and the top of the page. And we then sliced that data to analyze it. We said, well, how does it change for just the broad keywords, and how does it change for the three-word keywords? And what we found were some very um, interesting differences. Um, in a nutshell, uh, just a, this is a pretty meaty, um, I think it's an 11-page report that anybody can download off of the AdGuru website for free. It's in our research library. Um, but in a nutshell, what we found was that bidding for the highest positions on the search results pages makes sense only for high-budget advertisers, the orbits of the world, the travelocities of the world, those advertisers with the, with the big names seeking to maximize the brand awareness. Most other companies, on the other hand, uh, and those are companies with a direct marketing focus, the ones who are, who are trying to make their campaigns profitable, um, will typically maximize those profits by, by bidding for the second-to-last position for broad keywords and for positions five to seven, maybe even higher for niche keywords. And there are exceptions to those rules that we go into in the report. Well, uh, that that is uh, fascinating because it's uh, it's counterintuitive. Uh, many, uh, especially beginner at PPC advertisers, assume that uh, the top three positions are the best. The top position is even the best of the best, and uh, and the 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 number of clicks and the profit is proportional to the the or should I say inversely proportional to the ad's rank. So um, why don't we? zero in on that when we come back from these important messages from our sponsors. And listeners, stay with us. I'm here with Rich, Rich Stokes from AdGuru. Don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah, GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. 
Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Welcome to Webcology. I hate throwing out these numbers, eh, because you're just, uh, I think I just said A. Oh, I'm so Canadian. Um, <laughs> it's okay, think, they love it for it. Uh, Live broadcast Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. We're on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Wizards, rainmakers, rock stars, gorillas, and gurus. WebmasterRadio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Okay, we're back with Rich Stokes from At Guru, and we're getting into a topic that uh, deserves close attention because it doesn't, uh, it, it may seem counterintuitive to you, but we're talking about uh, bid pricing, ad rank, and how those relate to different stages of the buying cycle and um, other topics. I'm just going to let you take it, Rich. Go ahead. Absolutely. So I want to zone in on what you just said there, Dave. That, that's a, a fascinating thing. Most people believe that it is better to be at the top right of the search ads. And if that's good, it's even better to be all the way in the premium spots above the natural results. However, that's not necessarily true. It is true if your goal is to get traffic. Those top spots will give you the most traffic uh, out of any other position on the page. The higher up you you go, unequivocally, you will get more traffic. Um, And we, we studied that in... Um, in that study that I referenced earlier in our research library. However, traffic does not necessarily equate to profits. You will tend to make the best return on your traffic at the bottom of the page. And so there's a couple different reasons why that is. One is your costs are so much lower at the bottom of the page. Um, By multiple of, you know, order of magnitude, you're going to pay around seven to ten times more at the top of the page than you are at the bottom of the page. Per visitor, okay. However, these are generally the same visitors. Um, there are some um, some advertisers who argue, well, hey, you know, my site converts so much better at the top of the page than it does at the bottom. And you know, I, we have a couple agency customers who love to, to argue that with me. Um, but you know, when I turn around and say, hey, well, hey, show me those keywords. Is it your entire campaign? Is it just one keyword? How many is it? Um, I've yet to see that data. What we did see in our study was that there is a handful of keywords where there is a skew where you can get higher sales at the top of the pages than you can at the bottom. However, sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes you convert better at the bottom of the page than the top. Most of the time, there's no difference at all. What we found is about 80-10-10. So 80% of the time, it doesn't matter. 10% you're going to convert marginally better at the top of the page, and 10% of the time you're going to convert marginally better at the bottom. At the end of the day, when you Think about that slope, how much better your sales might be at the top of the page. It doesn't come anywhere near that 10x that you're going to pay in increased costs to get up there. 
So the fact is, your costs rise much higher than your profits do to get to the top of the page. Right. And so for most advertisers, your return is greatest around the bottom. Now that said, okay. the situation gets a little more complex. Okay. So, well, go ahead. Uh, I, I can, I can hear, see the gears of some of the listeners' uh, minds turning. They're starting to understand that um, when you're talking about profitability, um, the, the cost of a click for an ad at the top of the page is going to be much more than lower on the page. But I think that there are also some listeners that are thinking to themselves, well, wait a minute, aren't the ads, let's talk about the human behavior aspect, aren't the ads at the top of the page more likely to be clicked just because humans start at the top? And so is the answer that uh, if, some, if, if a searcher is far along in the buying cycle, they're, they're going to be on the lookout for the ad that matches their, their, their intent or the desire? Is, is that one of the factors? That's absolutely the case. So... This is why it was so important for us when we did the study to break out our results by short keywords versus you know longer keyword phrases. Right. So what we found was with those niche keywords, um, indicative of somebody who is farther along in the buying cycle, um, it is cost effective to bid higher up on the page. Typically, for a shopping sort of term, you're going to be around position five. For a niche term that may get a few clicks a month but those clicks on average tend to convert at a much higher rate, it's often profitable to bid all the way up to position two. Now, in our modeling that we did, um, we did hypothetical modeling um, and created a financial model and tested across a, a bunch of various assumptions. What we found is in almost every case, it was never worth it to bid for the very top position, even for those niche keywords. The profits um, peaked at position two or three, and then they quickly fell off, and you started losing money at position one. Well, this is this is fascinating stuff, uh, Rich. Uh, so, you know, some some of the listeners out there who have bosses or clients who insist on being in top place because they are convinced that that's uh, the the way to optimize uh, the the volume of clicks, the volume of traffic, and the profitability. Uh, how do you suggest they answer uh, to to their their bosses or their clients? Well, I think we have a win win situation here. Um, AdWords and you know, for that, for that matter, any search uh, marketing platform can provide benefits, really solid benefits to both those brand name advertisers who need to be at the top, who are looking to generate as much traffic as possible uh, to support, and that's typically to support their offline activities. But it also provides very solid return for advertisers who maybe don't have an offline component, who are relying solely on search marketing, um, and they need to make, they've got to stretch their buck to go as far as they can. So it's great news for everybody, I think. I see what you're saying, Rich. That's great. Hey, listen, we've got to take another quick break for uh, some important uh, announcements from our sponsors. Uh, listeners, we've got a few more great things to talk about. Don't go away. Stay tuned. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. 
Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more. Huh? I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Don't be fooled by your web analytics. If you think your web analytics are giving you all the information needed to manage your paid search accounts, you'd be shocked to see what they're not telling you. How are you tracking sales received over the phone that resulted from your PPC ads? Now, you can track call-in sales by campaign, search engine, and keyword with engine-ready call analytics. Optimize top spending keywords with more accurate tracking and achieve higher PPC profitability. Get started now tracking your PPC call-in sales with engine-ready call analytics. Visit engineready.com to see how easy and inexpensive accurate call-in tracking can be. engineready.com this is Rainmaker. Jack LaLanne, a lot of people that are listening to the show right now, they're sitting in front of their computers for hours and hours every day. You know what they ought to do about every hour or so? They should just stand up and sit down in their chair. You're sitting down now, right? Absolutely. Stand up. Okay. Now sit down. <laughs> stand up. Sit down. Keep going. I do it fast. Sit down. Sit down. Get your back side to the chair. Let me tell you, I'm already huffing and puffing. <laughs> okay. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, WebmasterRadio.fm. It's like radio with a Ph.D. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Rich Stokes from Ad Guru. And Rich, uh, we're coming into the home stretch, but I also wanted to cover one uh, fascinating topic from the book, and that is the concept of coverage. Uh, help us with that. Okay, well, Dave, what if I told you that most advertisers could increase their search traffic by 400% or more in just 24 hours by making a few small tweaks? Probably pretty I'd interested, say, right? You sell a lot of books, for sure. <laughs> well, I'm not exaggerating. So in our studies, uh, we found that 97% of all advertisers have a coverage of less than 20%. So what does coverage mean? It means that their ads are appearing less than 20% of the time on the first page of search results when interested prospects are searching on those phrases related to their products and services. So... If your ads are only appearing one in five times, is that a problem? Well, you bet it is. So coverage is how we identify and fix it. To come in a different way. Okay. What, why, ahead, why does, what is the reason that uh, coverage is 20% when it could be 100%? Well, most people believe if they bid higher than any other competitor, their ads are going to appear at the top of the search results 100% of the time. And this is simply not true. Let's say, David, that you bid $10 for your ad, but it's just a terrible ad and you're getting maybe a 0.1% click-through rate. If you're going up against an advertiser who's bidding a dollar and they're getting 5%, well, their ad is going to show up a lot more often. And the reason is they're generating five times the revenue 
to the search engines than you are. So in a nutshell, the search engines have a slotting problem. It's almost like they're, they're running a giant Walmart, and they have a lot of shelf space, but at the end of the day, it's really not enough shelf space. They have to figure out of the, you know, perhaps on average 1,700 advertisers for, that we see for most industries, which of them are going to get on the, shown on the front page of the search results. That's a very big problem. And at the end of the day, you can imagine fewer than 3% are actually appearing with any regularity on the first page of search results. Well, let, let's focus on that for a second because I think this is going to be this is going to come as a surprise to some uh, listeners. Um, I think listeners are I think advertisers in general are are used to thinking uh, if if my reporting is showing that on average my ad is appearing in the fifth position, that means that my ad is appearing as often as it possibly can on the first page. But I think what you're saying is that's not necessarily true. Is that right? That's right. That's right. Your ad may be showing for the fifth position, but it may only be showing up for 10% of the searches. You may be sharing that spot with four other competitors. That's not an uncommon occurrence. That's the one point I want to make here. That's not uncommon. That happens in every single campaign that we have ever seen. Okay, so how how do you fix it? Well, there's a lot of ways to fix it. We we, We go into all those ways in the book. One of the best ways, however, is first is to bring your bids down. Um, those top spots are really competitive, and you're going to be facing um, some very sophisticated competitors for those top spots. By just dropping your bid, your ad will fall in the search results. And this sounds counterintuitive. Even though it's lower, it's going to appear more often. So let me ask you, David, would you rather spend $10 to get one visitor to your website, or would you rather spend $1 each for 10 visitors? That's what you're doing by dropping your bid. Sure. Sure. Um, the, the other okay. number two recommendation I can make for people is increase your click-through rate on your ads. And that just comes yeah. through a process of split testing. Um, you've got to write, continually churn out new versions of your ads, um, work within the customer lifecycle, and keep split testing until you get those click-through rates up. A good click-through rate these days, it used to be 1% was an excellent click-through rate. These days, 25 to 5% is not uncommon. Sure. We see it all the time. So uh, definitely sure. keep split testing, get those ads um, uh, working better for you. Well, um, we're running short on time, which is a real shame because I, I think we could fill four shows with, with what we've been discussing. Um, I don't want to uh, leave the uh, interview without talking about ad guru a little bit, but before I do that, um, this coverage issue uh, Google has some relatively new reports, impression, let's see, impression share and exact match impression share. Um, do those reports help divulge coverage problems? i got to tell you, David, uh, it's a little too early for me to comment on that. Um, I haven't seen those reports yet, but I'll tell you what, as soon as okay. we get done with this interview, I'm going to log on to AdWords, and I'll have an answer for you for our next interview. Okay, cool. Excellent. So, um, Let's see. I think we've got to head for the home stretch. Um, all of the links to the resources we've been talking about are right now on the uh, on the blog page. Um, uh, let's see. You're going to be exhibiting at SES San Jose in just a few weeks? Yes, we will. Look for us. Uh, we've got a nice big booth right in the uh, front of the show there. Okay. And I, I encourage everybody to check out uh, AdGuru's products. They're pretty revolutionary and uh, for a lot of advertisers, they will certainly become uh, must-have tools. 
Uh, Richard, if people want to contact you, we've got your uh, your site links in the resources page. But if people want to contact you uh, personally or about anything we've been talking about, uh, how should they how should they get in touch with you? Uh, you know, the best way I get a lot of email. Uh, if you just write our customer service department, they'll forward any emails that are uh, specifically for me. Um, and that email address is customerservice at adguru.com, and that's spelled with uh, with two O's instead of U's. So that's A-D-G-O-O-R-O-O.com, You got right? it. Okay, super. Well, Rich, thanks a lot. This has been fantastic. Uh, I look forward to many more conversations uh, privately and publicly. And... Uh, uh, really appreciate your coming on. Great. Thanks, David. See you at SES. Okay. Take care, Rich, and take care, listeners. Come on back next week for another edition of PBC Rockstars. <laughs>